So Koichi has animal-like instincts on his side. Let's see how he handles a real beast. Welcome everyone, it is Dylan from Class 1A bringing you another My Hero Academia Vigilante's Chapter Breakdown. This week we have Chapter 107, The Days to Come. We open the chapter back to the Crawler vs. Number 6 fight. Number 6 is furious at Koichi. His bomb punches can destroy cars so easily, so why not him? What's his secret? And of course, because Koichi's Koichi, he has zero idea here. So right now, Koichi is probably just as confused as Number 6 is right here. He has no idea how he can actually be going up against him, fighting at this speed. This is coming off of the heels of last chapter where, in midair, Koichi has no way to respond uh, to Number 6's attacks at all. He's midair, he goes for the punch, and of course he blocks it with his like evolved quirk. But he's able to just activate these whenever he wants, basically on instinct. Number 6 then changes up his style to try and get past Koichi's blocks. Instead of the very fast calculated punch with O'Clock, He's going to go with a weaker volley of punches that just go really, really fast, which of course Koichi just blocks. Number 6's quirk is not meant to be used this way. O'Clock kind of breaks it down really well here and he talks about how the quirk is more, you boost your mind's senses and you're able to perceive faster and think faster. Therefore, you can make a punch and you calculate the punch to be the most optimal punch possible. And you keep doing this over and over and that's why it's so fast, it's a, it's a ton of fast movements, but all the punches land perfectly. And of course, he's going completely against this here. This is the peak of the O'Clock and number six internal conflict. Now, you know, just to remind everyone, it's the same person. There is not two people in this scene. It's just number six being actually insane and thinking from two different perspectives. But the perspective that he has, that's O'Clock, that, you know, is like a reflection of his ideal version of what Knuckle Duster, aka O'Clock, was uh, to him growing up and how he idolized him. He's just completely going against that, all those thoughts. He's thinking these, he knows what the right decision here is, but he's actively throwing it to the side and ignoring those thoughts. When Koichi not only blocks all these attacks, but even manages a counterattack, it all clicks for O'Clock. O'Clock then explains what's going on here. Overclock allows the user to think faster than anyone, but Koichi, while running off of instincts, only can physically respond quicker, because it's the reaction that's happening faster than the thinking itself. So this is basically talking about what was actually going on during the chase portion of the fight. To break this down a little bit, Overclock makes the user think faster than anyone else can think, you know, super speed thinking, and therefore you can respond faster. Now, Koichi is not actually keeping up mentally with him. How he's keeping up is he's going off of instincts and responding to those. So think about this like whenever you touch like a, a hot surface and you pull your hand back like before you get burned or like before you can actually feel the pain of it and the pain comes a little bit later, uh, that's like all instinct. And that type of reaction is essentially what Koichi is doing except for this entire fight. So the important bit here, the reason why they keep bringing it up is because I think it's gonna be more important than we think. So us, the reader, we know what's going on. Like we understood this during the chase portion of the fight. Uh, the whole instinct thing makes sense to us already. But the reason why they're emphasizing it so much is because it's probably gonna be important to Koichi's quirk development. Cause I don't think it's just human instinct. I think there's something special going on with Koichi. Then O'Clock starts painting a picture of what he's really going up against here. Koichi can react to his attacks, he's fast, he's nimble, he's, he has offense attacks, he has defense attacks. He might be scraping by now, but in the days to come, he's going to become someone to really, really avoid. There is no chance for number 6 to win. Koichi just counters him. The best option now is to retreat and never face him again. And this is really just like the culmination of what's been going on this entire time of O'Clock telling number 6, don't fight Koichi, you know, run away from this fight, stick to the mission, do the rational thing here, and at every single moment, 
uh, number six is just rejecting that and he's just going to fight Koichi because for so long he has never had a big win and he doesn't want Koichi to get in the way of that. He wants his big win. Today is the day. And he's not stopping until Koichi is dead. With number six making Koichi's defeat his number one priority, we end the chapter with him revealing his full power, a transformation into a literal monster. And that starts phase six. So I think this is just the perfect time to talk about something that we don't have any confirmation about, but we really are starting to get the culmination of hints and teasers from it. And I think we have enough evidence to definitely say number six is Nomu. Absolutely. Without like a doubt in my mind, he is a Nomu of some sort. So like the first indication here is his quirk abilities. He has more than one quirk. He said that he was implanted with other quirks, like different quirks, and he was created in a lab and he doesn't have a name and it's number six and because he was the number six of uh, his experiment group. Now, you know, he could be a person, he's just gotten these abilities, but the only people we've really seen with multiple quirks is either all for one, one for all, or like adjacent abilities of those, or Nomu. Nomu are able to hold multiple quirks as well. Uh, otherwise, we haven't seen that before, so they might be doing something new in the series here, but I doubt it. They don't really uh, invent a lot of new things. Everything kind of makes sense. We've seen the underlines for this before. So the other thing that's like the cherry on top here is his name. So on his pro hero license, he has Rokura Nomura. So the Roku part means six in, in Japanese. So obviously number six is his name. And then his last name is Nomura. Like I don't, I don't think they would just accidentally do that. You know, a, a lot of times like in manga or anime, they have like a lot of like meaning behind these names. They don't just like haphazardly throw a name out there. A lot of it has like meaning behind it. And I think Nomura is pretty easy. It's Nomu, it's like right there, it's spelling it for us. So I don't think he's just a random Nomu that we've seen before. Obviously he has a lot of personality. He has a lot of thoughts that are his own. So he's probably a, like a special line of Nomu that they've made that have a lot of autonomy, to have a lot of personality that more mimics human beings, which leads into the last panel here because he kind of has unveiled his ultimate form, which it doesn't look exactly like Nomu's we've seen before, but he is monstrous. His whole drive so far has been he's he hasn't had a name. He's essentially a nobody, but he wants to make a name for himself. He wants to be famous. He wants people to know who he is as a person and get his name out there. And he's just reverting back to this nameless monstrosity. He's literally a monster now. So what should we expect from this point going forward? I think obviously it's the conclusion of the fight. We're getting there, we're in the final form. This is the last last stage of the boss fight essentially. And we're gonna see some really great stuff here. I'm gonna, I, you know, I say it every week. I say it literally every time I, I read Vigilantes, but Knuckle Duster has to make an appearance. He has to make an appearance at some point. Um, but you know, besides that, besides me wanting to see Knuckle Duster, uh, Soga's on his way as well. Uh, I think it was I think it was at the end of last chapter, the one before that. Uh, he essentially got on a bike and he was chasing after Koichi to come find him. So he's gonna show up. He's gonna have Koichi's back here. So uh, just stay tuned for that. But the rest of this fight is gonna be amazing. I also think that we're really gonna dive more into what's number six's true nature. What's going on behind the scenes? You know, he's not the ultimate boss here. I think All for One probably is the ultimate boss at some level, but there's more stuff going on with the villain factory. We're gonna see more into what's going on with number six, probably as he's defeated, and then we're gonna get a glimpse of what's 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 to come for the future. What's going on with the villain factory? Where does the series even go from here? But I guess we're gonna find out next chapter, which comes out in two weeks. Thank you all so much for watching. Here at Class A, we go into My Hero Academia and a bunch of other anime. We talk about vigilantes a ton. So if you like vigilantes, you wanna stay here with the conversation, subscribe, like the video, and I will see you all next class.